Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Magical Mad Show. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about energy and energy as a language, kind of the ways in which the universe can communicate with you, um, some of my personal experiences with this happening, and so much more probably. I don't know. Let's get into it and find out. (laughs) Everything is energy. Everything is energy. Everything is operating in a field of awareness beyond our scope of comprehension. Everything is intermingling. Everything is interconnected. Everything is speaking with one another through the subtle frequency of vibration. Everything is energy. In the past year, I've been shown so many situations in which my energy is being recycled. Energy is never destroyed. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just is. It's just in a constant state of isness. When we learn to accept this, it allows us to actually communicate with the energy around us. It allows us to see the way in which energy is communicating with us and through us. It allows us to be more knowledgeable of our emotions, more understanding of our reactions. And ultimately, it allows us to build the comprehension and trust within ourselves to be able to have the discipline to recognize when we aren't living in alignment with what we are to be embodying. The universe is always speaking to us. It is always showing us the direction in which we are headed. And it does this through feelings, through emotion, energy in motion, through synchronicity, and through telepathy. And when something is really, really strong, you will receive signs in all three ways and maybe even more ways that are unique to you. But you will know, you will have an undying knowing of what is meant for you and how you should move forward based on your communication with the universe. When we're born, we're born into a physical portal in our mother's wombs. We go from non-physical to physical, and we begin building ourselves in our womb, in the womb of the mother. But we are not yet seen until we pop out. So until we pop out, we are still a figment of energy that is attached to our mother. Now, there are a lot of implications of this, but what I'm going to, or what I want to convey is that you are inside of your mother for nine months. There is a physical attachment there. Because of that physical attachment, 
there is emotional attachment as well. And not only are you emotionally attached to your mother, but you are attached to her brain, which means that your neurons are attached to her neurons, which means that your mitochondria are products of her mitochondria, which means that you quite literally take on her DNA imprint, which means that you adapt her habits, her thoughts, her beliefs, her traumas, her fears. And the same is true for your father. However, it is a lot stronger with the mother because that is where you are physically built. That is the portal that you come out of. So as we grow, we grow and we learn and we are influenced by all of this energy that is around us. And when we are born into certain bubbles, I will call them, we are, these are things like sociodemographics and all those things. We are conditioned to believe that that is what we are, that that is all we are, that that is our energy signature and in my discovery in my personal discovery i have learned how to identify those beliefs thoughts habits fears whatever and also how to rewire my nervous system to adapt my dna to chemically alter the dna composition in my body which changes the way my brain and ultimately my entire vessel functions. It changes your thoughts, your beliefs, your habits, your actions, your fears. It allows you to stop limiting yourself from fear. And all of this is done through energy because energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And that is so key because so many people, especially a lot of the people that are getting into spirituality now are like, I got to release all this negative energy. I got to get away from all this negative energy. I got to get away. I got to get rid of it. Like, bro, you are never going to get rid of that shit. Excuse my aggression in my tone, but bro, that shit really pisses me off. You're, it doesn't really piss me off. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're not going to get there. You're not going to get to where you want to be by starting there, you know, like it just logically does not make sense. So if you are feeling like you are engulfed in negative energy, if you have a lot of negative negative energy around you, it's not the goal is not to release that negative energy. You can't get rid of it. That energy is there for a reason. And polarity is important. So this negative energy that you've brought on, you know, it helps to bring out the positive energy as well. So the key is to understanding that you are not a victim, that you are the transmutation device. You are the water ionizer. You are the filter you are the filter and the way that you filter is based on your discernment and your discernment is based on what kind of boundaries and standards you have for your life experience now in school they never teach you any of this shit. so if you don't 
have any boundaries or if you don't have any standards, if you're still stuck living in that bubble that society deemed was your energy signature, then you're probably living in a world where negative energy is always coming to you, that you're always experiencing downfalls, that you're consistently experiencing things that don't make you happy. And that is not because you're not worthy of being happy. That is simply because there is an energetic hold on your physical vessel that is preventing you from seeing the bigger picture. So what happens when we're conditioned from a young age is our pineal gland actually starts to calcify. And a lot of this comes from the environment and the food and toxicity and like processed and refined oils and things like that. But a lot of it is added through mindset, belief, values, habits, et cetera, et cetera. So when we begin shifting out of this bubble that we were placed in as a child, we begin to understand how we really felt in certain situations. And we begin to see ourselves in those situations again, and we see them in a new perspective. And this is literally because your pineal gland is opening up like a flower inside your brain. So it's able to permeate deeper and see the root rather than looking superficially or from an egoic standpoint, or even from your conditioning. It looks at it from an unconditional standpoint where it can analyze it and see the root feeling and emotion, bring that to the surface so that you can consciously recognize it now, move through it and move on so that you can form new beliefs, so that you can recondition your brain patterning, so that you can move forward with energy that you feel serves your highest path on this plane and in this lifetime. So the main thing to get out of this is that no energy is bad. There is no such thing as bad energy. There may be energy that you are no longer in resonance with. There may be energies that you don't like. There may be energies that piss you off. That's okay. Your goal is not to rid the world of every energy that triggers you a little bit. Triggers are actually what are helping us grow. Triggers are the foundation and the basis for everything that we do in terms of learning our psyche. When we're triggered, that's an opportunity for growth. So it's not trying to get rid of the triggers. It's understanding why the trigger comes up working through the trigger, coming out on the other side and deciding to embody a new kind of energy. That is alchemy, baby. Alchemy, transmutation, filtering, ionization. It is all the same. And it is what we are put here to do on this earth. We are filters for energy for the earth. We are helping the earth filter 
her energy so that she can create new worlds, so that she can create massive abundance and prosperity and stability for this world. Now you're probably like, well, if energy isn't bad, then why do bad things happen? <laughs> and honestly, this question makes me laugh because you only think it's bad because you believe in bad. That's your standard for your life. You believe in good versus evil. You believe in good and bad. And I don't believe in that. I think everything is relative. I think that certain situations require certain actions and emotions that may not be necessarily applicable to other situations. And maybe some people might see those actions or reactions as bad, but that's their perception and that is also them limiting themselves from expressing themselves in their full entirety because when we show up in our fullest form we embody all of the emotions we don't hold back we speak our truth unapologetically and that is not to say that we hurt other people's feelings but we are not sorry about the way that we feel. And if we feel a certain kind of way, it is warranted and it is valid. And it doesn't matter if it's from past conditioning. It doesn't matter if it's because of another person. But the acknowledgement and the allowance of those emotions is what makes us so powerful. Because we do not exclude just as the universe does not exclude this is an inclusion based reality and i've said this so many times before but what that means is that no matter what you're thinking about you're going to get it. it doesn't matter if you want it or not if you're thinking about it you're attracting it to you So it doesn't matter if you like things or you don't like things. Are you thinking about it? Okay, well, then what are you going to see? That. <laughs> you thinking about how much you hate your job? Okay, what are you going to see? Reasons to hate your job. <laughs> and it's okay because sometimes those things, when we look through that perspective, it helps us to see a perspective that helps us take an action that we wouldn't necessarily take if we were looking at it from a perspective of, oh my God, everything is love and light. Because not everything is love and light. You have to make decisions. You have to use discernment and set boundaries and be like, yo, I don't want this in my life. Yo, I, I deserve more than this. Yo, I have higher standards than this. You have to be able to do that. Otherwise, no one is going to take you seriously and you're never going to get what you want. If you don't say what you want, how are you going to get it? If you don't think about what you want consistently, or if you're constantly thinking about the lack of what you want. So for example, you say you want a lot of money. Okay. You saying you want a lot of money. I can already tell that you're focused on the fact that you don't have money. 
So what can you say instead? I want to build a business where I receive checks consistently and I serve high ticket clientele on the regular. That sounds so much more passionate and involved than I want more money. I want more money sounds like a cop out. Sounds like you want something and you don't want to work for it. You want something, but you're too busy looking at what you don't have. So how are you going to get it? You're too busy looking at all of this shit that isn't relevant anymore because you're still living in the physical instead of in the vibrational plane, which is in your mind, which is in your thoughts, which then comes into the physical. But if you ignore the physical and you look at where your thoughts are, I guarantee it'll tell you exactly why you're in the physical that you are right now. Because your thoughts create your reality. Energy is so real. Energy is so real. Because our thoughts create our reality, it's not far off to think that our thoughts have more power than we think. We are able to communicate with each other telepathically. We do so all the time. That's what nonverbal communication is. Nonverbal communication is telepathy. It's not because we have these written rules and agenda, like and ideas of what certain symbols mean. I mean, yes, but that has come from years and years of communication through the mind, which is telepathy. When you So this is a really good example. The other day, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Last year, I was at um, this like spiritual event. Um, It was like kind of like a concert situation. It was like a festival, but it wasn't like that big. It was just like a chill little festival. And I was like with a group of friends, but I wasn't really with them the majority of the time because I wanted to like explore and like be on my own. So I was like exploring, meeting new people, all the things. And I was talking to a bunch of people. And at this point in my life, I was really into telepathy, really into like quantum physics, quantum mechanics, like learning all about 5D, free energy, all this stuff. So I'm really into that at this point. And I'm like completely aware of telepathy. I'm completely aware of how like if I talk to myself, and I'm in a situation, I can make the situation go in my favor simply by the narrative I'm creating in my head. Like the other day I was at, okay, so I'm going to get to the story about the festival, but the other day I was at the, um, I was getting my plates for my scooter and I like thought I wasn't going to get it. Like for some reason, I just like had this fear about getting it and I just thought I wasn't going to get it. And that was my energy going into the thing. And then I'm there and then some things, some complications come up and she's like, oh, I have to call this place. And I'm like, okay, whatever. She's calling this place. And in my mind, I'm like, I can still get my plates today. Yeah, there's no, but before this, there was doubt creeping in. But then I was like, no, I can still get my plates today. I'm still going to walk out of here with a plate in my hand. Yep, yep. Yep. It's happening. It's done. It's already done. It's done. It's done. And then 20 minutes later, she was off the phone. Everything was settled. I got my plates and I headed out of there. So 
that is one example how telepathy is real and it's not necessarily talking to someone but it can be so this is another example from the festival last year i was communicating with a lot of people not really talking about telepathy but we're all like super spiritual a lot of people are on drugs so that helps a lot but i had smoked some shoid and i was chilling with like a few people that i had met there and we were in like a circle and i was thinking things in my head and i was like kind of getting annoyed with the people that were at the festival because i was just like you guys are not up to par with where i am right now like you are not on my level and especially because i smoked because i just felt like really elevated like i really felt like i had a bird's eye view of everything and I just felt like no one else was on my on the same page as me. And then as soon as I'm thinking that, literally as those thoughts are going through my mind, I look over at this guy that I had met that I was chilling with. And he looks at me and he goes, you are the only one in the room. And I said, what? Because prior to that, as I was thinking all of those thoughts, I was thinking about how I felt like I was the only one with that degree of presence there. And then he goes, you're the only one in the room. Out loud to me, he looks me in the face and goes, you're the only one in the room. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how did you just, were you in my brain? Like I had never experienced something like that before. So that was really intense. Um, but that's an example of telepathy like and the reason that he was able to even read my mind in that way is because at that point in time i didn't have boundaries i didn't have standards so he was able to just barge right in because although i felt like i had this great view of everything and i was so high I didn't have any standards for how other people would treat me. And that's why I was so frustrated with the client, with the, all the people that were there because I was not living in alignment with who I am, which is a people person who loves to communicate with people, but I just didn't have those standards set in place. So I kept attracting all these people that would trigger the fuck out of me. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Why am I so triggered? But then I realized like, yo, it's just my energy. Once I clear this energetic gap, then not clear, but once I, once I put something here, like once I acknowledge it, once I bring awareness to it, I am able to transmute it instantly. I have so many more examples that I could tell you about energy and about situations in which like how like proving that energy is real but i have one more story that i'm gonna share and then i'm gonna leave it at that and i think that's gonna be the end of the podcast for today um but so this is the story so again last year after actually after that festival like two weeks after i was chilling at my airbnb i had just gotten down to florida i hadn't gotten an apartment yet I didn't know if I was going to stay here or not. So I started um, looking for apartments and I was feeling really frustrated and overwhelmed, especially because I had never done something like this big on my own before. And I just felt like I should have someone to help me. Like I just, I felt like I had someone to help me and I felt like a victim and I felt like I 
couldn't do it on my own. And these were all beliefs that I was working through at the time. And I've since like worked through them and replaced them with other more helpful beliefs. But at the time, this is what I was going through. So I knew the power of manifestation and I know how powerful writing down what you want is. And I had seen multiple like successful business women who I have, I'm like in the same business with, um, on Instagram and they would post about how they would do like these journal journals with like really detailed explanations of all their manifestations. And then they would come into fruition. And I had seen multiple women do that for like housing situations. So I was like, okay, this is like, put it to the test, Maddie, you know, all the shit about all the shit, like put it to the fucking test. So I write down in my notebook exactly what I want. And I'm going to, I actually made a reel about this. I'm going to post it soon, but I wrote down exactly what I wanted and exactly what I wanted, like down to having a space for the cat's litter box, stainless steel appliances, um, dishwasher in-house, like, I mean, dishwasher, um, laundry in-house. And I got every single thing on there. Every single thing that I wrote down is in this apartment that I'm recording this podcast in right now. And it wasn't because I wrote it down and because I'm that powerful. It was because I was desperately saying, I wish I had someone to do this with me. And then I wrote that down and then the universe just kept guiding me and guiding me to the places, to the people, to the situations and everything just worked out. And I had to hold this belief of like, okay, yes, everything is going to work out for me. Okay. Yes. I'm going to allow this to work out for me. Yes. I want this. I want this to work out for me. And it was a process of not only me aligning my energy with what I wanted and allowing myself to have that, but also allowing myself to align with the higher forces and not trying to control everything. Because a lot of what humans try to do is they try to control everything as a means of protection. But the true protection is the divine and the divine plays no games. Like the divine will protect you in any circumstance. And that is why I just have so much unwavering trust in the universe. Like even if I was in the shittiest situation in the world, I would just look up to the sky and be like, thank you for teaching me. Maybe not right in the moment that it happens, but I've gotten pretty good at seeing lessons in the contrast because I'm so tired of categorizing things as good and bad and what I want and what I don't want. Like, fuck it. I want it all. I want it all. I don't want to sit here and sort anymore. I want all of that shit on my plate, on my desk. You better have it here by sunrise. Like, that's all I'm saying. I don't want to sort anymore. I just want to be, and I just want to allow what's meant for me to come to me. And since working with my energy and morphing my beliefs into what aligns with allowing me to have that, 
I have been able to just be more than I have in my entire life in the past six months. More than the past 22 years of my life, I have been able to be in just the six months, last six months, because I stopped trying to control and I let the unknown guide me because I am not afraid of uncertainty. And I know that the world is here to help me. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit and listen to this podcast. I hope that you found something of value or maybe you were able to add value to it yourself. I'm trusting that this finds the people that it's meant to find. And if you are interested in working one-on-one with me, you are welcome to visit me at magicalmads.com or on my Instagram at magicalmads. I would love to talk with you further, no pressure conversation about how we can expand our worlds together. Much love.